0: Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to be in John chapter 1, verses 14 through 18. This is our fourth devotion in the book of John. Before we jump in, I want to thank the family leader for being our 2023 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about them in the announcements at the end of this devotion. We're thankful for them signing on for another year supporting the CC Podcast Daily Dose Devotions. Verse 14. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So, just as has been the case with the previous verses in this chapter, there is a lot here. You could preach a series of sermons, you could write a series of books on it. We're just going to scratch the surface. But this might be the most audacious thing that John writes so far in the book of John. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. When he started out, chapter chapter 1, John wrote that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So what John is saying here is that God became flesh and dwelt among us. This is a wild, wild statement. Maybe not for us who are 21st century Christians and have the whole story laid out for us, but for the first readers and hearers of this, this is something. The one true God who the Jewish people worshipped in the Old Testament, he manifested himself in the tabernacle or in the temple. That's where his presence was. So the idea that he would come and dwell among among us is a wild idea not to mention the fact that to do so he would become flesh and he says we've seen his glory glory as of the only son from the father full of grace and truth then it goes on in verse 15 John bore witness about him and cried out this was he of whom I said he who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me and of course John here is writing about John the Baptist not himself and what we know about the chronology of John the Baptist's birth compared to Jesus birth actually John the Baptist was born first. John the Baptist was born on earth before Jesus, but John the Baptist says, he who comes after me, i.e. he who's born on earth after me, ranks before me because he was before me. And here John the Baptist is reiterating what John already wrote at the beginning of the chapter, that the word, i.e. Jesus, was in the beginning with God. We talked about that in a couple of our other devotions. He wasn't created, and Jesus isn't a son of God in the sense that he was created by God, but rather in the sense of being a son who's exactly like his father, Father in all attributes, and in the sense of having a father-son relationship with God the Father, that's taken from a note in my ESV study Bible, verse 16. And from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. What does John mean by this? Well, let's continue to verse 17, and that'll tell us. This is how we use scripture to interpret scripture. Verse 17 for the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So when he writes in verse 16 that we have all received grace upon grace, and then he contrasts the law coming through Moses. Moses and grace and truth coming through Christ, this is an indication of how God's dealing with people will be different from the time of Christ forward than it was prior to Christ when God's people were under the law. Now, two things about that. That's not to say that the law is null and void. Jesus said, I didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. So the law is still intact. But Jesus came to fulfill it perfectly in a way that no human could. That's also not to say that because we've all received grace upon grace, that that means everybody is saved. That's not what John's saying either. That'll be clear as we read what he writes later in this book. Salvation comes by grace alone through faith alone in Jesus Christ alone. That is to say that only when a person puts their faith in Christ do they receive the fulfillment of law that Christ accomplished that we can't. Only when a person puts their faith in Christ do they receive payment for their penalty that is owed to God for their sin because of the penalty Christ paid. So then why does it say we've all received grace upon grace? Well, we all have received grace upon grace. Every single day. Eight billion people wake up on planet earth and their lungs are able to breathe and a transfer of oxygen from the lungs to the bloodstream to the brain is able to happen and for many of us we're able to carry on careers and have families and invest in friendships benefit from stoplights at intersections so there's not chaos on the streets receive the rain and grow crops and feed ourselves every human is a recipient of the grace of God generally which was ushered in in a new way when Christ came to the earth. That doesn't mean that every human is saved because not every human has put their faith in Christ, which is a requirement for salvation and being born again. So let's not use verse 16 to suggest this kind of universalism that everyone on earth has received the grace of salvation. That's not what John says. Let's finish out with verse 18. No one has ever seen God. And if you think back to the Old Testament, there are some glimpses of God in the burning bush or when Moses saw a reflection of him up on Mount Sinai. There have been partial glimpses of God, but no one has ever fully seen. God. That's what John's talking about. But the only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. So this is again referring to Jesus. Jesus is at the Father's side and he is part of the only God. This is the Trinity we're talking about. Only one God manifested in three persons and the Son, Jesus, the one who became flesh and dwelt among us, who at the time of John writing this book is at the Father's side because his ministry on earth has been done and he's died and risen and ascended to heaven, he has made him known. Jesus, the one who dwelt among us, has made known the Father. You want to see what the Father's like? Look at the Son. He's an accurate representation of the Father. Like I said, this is deep stuff. We're in the deep end, guys, and I love it. One last thing I want to highlight. This all reminded me of a Christmas parable that Paul Harvey, the famous radio commentator, used to do every Christmas. I found a link to it on YouTube. It's a great parable about Christmas, about the incarnation, about the Word becoming flesh and dwelling among us. It's called The Man and the Birds. I'm going to link it in today's show notes. you got to go listen to this. Really, really good stuff from Paul Harvey. We'll talk to you more from the book of John next time. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day.
0: This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, perfectly consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed 3 social institutions, the family, the church and government. At the Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023, for the 102nd Annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.